Hello, this is Jay Henry, the writer, director, and voice of Canary P.I. Just a reminder, we have a summer special entitled The Dreaded Drive-In of Dog Island, tentatively set for July. This script is about done. Uh, I need to be away from it for a day or two and come back to it with a, you know, a fresh mind to do some touch-ups on it. Okay, on with the show. On this week's mini-sode, we will be discussing the third episode of Season 1, The Phantom Physicist, starring my right-hand man, Julian Gilas, Rebecca H., and a cameo from Frank Guglielmelli, who Julian has crowned the Stan Lee of Canary P.I. Uh, we will also be joined by a special guest, which will be revealed later on, and oh boy, is this going to be a good time. So the classic monster for the starting point of this one, I think, is pretty obvious. Um, and I didn't really stray too far from it. Um, usually it gets kind of convoluted and buried in there, but this one's, you know, pretty much at the forefront. Um, I think because this time I tried to write a little bit more of a simpler and shorter story. Uh, but for sure there's some twists and turns in there because it wouldn't be Canary P.I. without some twists and turns now, would it? So this one is based on the Invisible Man. So what happens in it is uh, a woman comes in insisting her husband is cheating only to find out that he's an ex-government star mind and uh, when Canary goes to check it out he finds out um, he's holed up in a makeshift laboratory and he's continuing his research on invisibility in secret and dun 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 drama dramatic happens drama happens. Uh, and this is the breakout role for Julian Gilas as Dr. Aconian. And uh, it's funny because he's become my go-to guy um, when I need a voice actor for my stories. And uh, especially especially for villains, he's, he has a great way of playing villains. And uh, I kind of think it's his calling. <laughs> he's that good. And uh, I believe Dr. Aconian was the last or the second to last role to be cast and our paths came so close to not crossing and now he's in you know almost every episode we put out and um i had him had i had him do some test lines and i just thought oh yeah i gotta i gotta get this guy into the show like there's 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 no way i gotta get him in and uh i wasn't even sure that like dr conan would be good for him like if it was a good enough role for like i don't know and uh he just had this way of sounding dramatic and sinister, and I wasn't sure if it fit that role, uh, if it would be like too over the top. But what he did with it, I really love, and I really think it elevated the story. Um, if there was one story that I was worried about, you know, not being a, a hit, it was this one. But I, it's, I, I like this one. I like, I really like how it came out, and uh, it's thanks to him and the, you know the voice actors that you know elevate these things, and. Uh, He'll always be someone that I want to collaborate with uh, as long as I make these things, which I hope I'll go far into the future doing these because it's a lot of work, but, you know, it's worth it in the end. It's a good time. And we have Rebecca H., who plays Ursula Oconian, his wife, and uh, she was also a latecomer to the cast. Uh, I remember she had a great demo reel, and she was very good with cartoony kind of voices, and she just knocked out this like New York woman in distress voice and it was just great 
unfortunately we've lost touch and I'm not sure what she's up to these days but uh she does great work um last I looked she was on Fiverr so go look her up and we have Frank Guglielmelli who played uh, the mysterious crazed doctor on the streets at the end and uh I told him to give me a crazy German accent and boy did I get it and right now we're gonna give it to the great bambino of the audio drama world my right hand man Julian Gilas this is where you applaud hi everybody um I'm Julian Gilas and uh I do a couple voices for Canary P.I. <laughs> yeah, so voice acting, so when I was a kid, uh, you know, watching, you know, cartoons right, right before um, school and then on the weekend, you know, I, I always thought, like, you know, uh, the voices behind it were so um, cool and funny. Um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be, you know, an actor, you know, I guess, like, be on stage, you know, be in movies and stuff, and... I think one of the uh, first impressions I ever did was of uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi in uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, that, like, you know, his uh, his accent, that's, that's the first accent I ever started practicing as a kid. Yeah, so I, I wanted to be an actor, and as I, uh, you know, grew up, you know, going through middle school and high school, I started to think, you know... Um, Maybe I just didn't have the acting chops for it. So, because, uh, you know, I never had um, acting classes. Uh, I never joined the theater club or anything like that. And, you know, just watching them, I was like, oh, maybe I can't be on stage. Maybe I'd have, like, too much stage fright or something like that. Maybe I just don't have what it takes. And then I thought, oh, maybe I could do the voice acting thing, you know? Like, I, I'm not going to be in front of people, mostly, you know, um, and that's what made me um, really want to go for it. Um, <clears throat> so the podcast, um, I was uh, on Reddit and in the uh, voice actor section. I forgot which uh, subreddit it was, but um, so I saw an ad from Jay, and he was looking for voice actors for a like you know noir type um, of podcast, and. What really uh, interested me was that when I read, you know, noir, I always had an interest in like, you know, uh, you know, 30s to 50s kind of era, you know, where everyone talks like this, you know, you know, the, the announcer's always uh, um, <laughs> speaking like this when they're announcing the game and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then also one of my earliest impressions was of, uh, you know, uh, a gangster in a in a cartoon. I remember he uh, it made me laugh. I I used, to, I used to do it at school all the time. You know, like ah, you know, see you see that nah. stuff like that, sounding like that. So that's what um really brought me in because it was like you know a noir type uh, setting. So I knew it was gonna be just the kind of stuff that I used to watch all the time. You know, with the Godfather and stuff like that. So that's what really brought me in. So I sent him a message, and that's how I got here. <laughs> when I read the script, right, after I was done reading it, I was like, oh, dude, yeah, this this, um, this role um, that he offered me, I was like, I'm going to have fun doing this. I mean, it was one of my first gigs as a voice actor, and, you know, I'm just playing some kind of mysterious um, 
scientist who's a little little bit misguided and stuff like that uh i had i had fun doing that because you know it was one of my first gigs uh i I didn't really play around with it as much as, you know, stuff later on in Canary PI because I was just starting out and I just wanted it to be perfect. And at the time, you just, <laughs> at the time when you're starting out, you're so uptight and you want everything to be perfect. You're worried about what people will say. But as time goes on, you know, obviously, you know, you get a little loose in the sh- shoulders and, you know, um, you start going back and forth with the director and everybody else and they tell you like, oh yeah, it's good, maybe you should do this and then you take into consideration. Yeah, the so when he finished the episode and he let us listen to it, I just remember feeling, you know, like so much joy, you know, at uh, hearing the sound design and just hearing how the, you know, the, the, um, atmosphere and how the show felt i was like oh dude this is cool you know like and you know hearing my uh (laughs) hearing my voice for the first time in like you know uh, audio production was pretty pretty crazy you know because i was just starting out and it was yeah i don't know i was just really overjoyed honestly (laughs) hearing the finished product (laughs) i do think the podcast has evolved since um, Jay has really, you know, improved his uh, voice acting um, and his writing too. Um, you know, like uh, the pacing and everything. I remember at first, I thought this was kind of like, um, you know, fast-paced and everything. I just remember, like, you know, we were just starting out, you know, so like he he's got time to experiment with the pacing and the writing and stuff like that. So I think the podcast has um, evolved in some areas <laughs> since then. So everybody I've gotten to work with um, on the show, it's been a pretty amazing um, experience. You know, like uh, we would talk a lot on the, on the Discord and, you know, um, you know, Jay, myself, Jackson, Frank, uh, they're not here anymore, um, but Becca and, you know, Alex, you know, were the original six. I kind of call us the Avengers. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, it was just amazing, uh, you know, working with them, you know, on those, uh, you know, on the first season. It was um, just to hear their voice acting, you know, go together with whoever was in the episode. And then when we came together for the special, it was just kind of kind of crazy to hear <laughs> actually you know now we have um two new cast members um uh, two wonderful ladies uh tina and marie yeah they're and they've done so well in their you know respective episodes you know so yeah it's just it's just been amazing yeah so dr Aconian, yeah that was I kind of had to put myself in a a little dark dark place to feel like I was um, portraying that character well enough for Jay. You know, when I read the script, I was like, you know, going back and forth. Should he sound like this? Should I put, you know, like a New York accent on it? Does he care? Um, you know, and I just went with, you know, just kind of like a grumpy scientist. Like, you know, leave me alone. I don't need you cleaning up after me. Ah, you're ruining everything. 
leave my suitcase alone. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I just really like the, um, just the story in general. Like, you know, just some lady comes up and she asks Canary for help with her husband. And then, you know, you find out he's got like, he doesn't, he's not having an affair. He's, he's you know, holed up in some hotel and he's working on, you know, an invisibility potion. <laughs> you know, he's trying to, and then he has a diary and everything. You know, you, you, just, just listen to the, the episode. You'll, you'll see. I mean, I kind of gave you a spoiler already, but yeah, just listen to the episode. All right. So my experience with uh, recording for this, um, for the podcast, uh, this episode, uh, no, it was, it was so fun for me because you know i told you i was like i said i was you know just starting out and it was just so crazy that i got casted you know like it was such a great feeling it 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 always is such a great feeling to get casted but when you're first starting out that that feeling of just like oh yeah you got the part you know it's receiving that message is just so crazy so when I was recording it, I kind of wanted, I, like, you know, kind of wanted to be perfectionist with it. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, if I do that, then it feels, you know, like I'm not having fun with it. So after a little bit of deliberation with the uh, character, with myself, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it how I feel like it should be, right? And I'm just going to go. And that's how we got Dr. Aconian. Yeah. So there was no stress. It was, well, a little bit of stress. I guess in the beginning and then it was all fun afterwards <laughs> so yeah that's that's all I gotta say um I just want to thank Jay for having me and uh you know we'll pass it on to um Mr. Canary P.I. himself <laughs> bye guys that'll do it for this one hopefully I'm getting better at these this has been Canary in a Coal Mine the Phantom Physicist this 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 if you don't already know, you can find us on Twitter at rpcanarypi. And we have uh, a card.co website at rpcanary.carrd.co. Basically, those two sites, you can find us. Um, we have the same name on all social medias, so we shouldn't be hard to find. See you next week.